welcome to the Pretty Healthy Family Podcast. We're passionate about helping you restore your metabolism for confidence, energy, and fat loss without giving up the foods you love. We're your hosts, Josh and Brittany. Listen for simple, easy-to-follow tips and strategies that you can start implementing today to get long-term results. We're so glad you're here. Let's go ahead and jump into the episode. Are you comfortable? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to Pretty Healthy Family. <laughs> He's straddling the table legs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So over the next, however really how long this takes, and we'll get into this, you talked about a plan for a cut. Yes. So what I want to talk through is just what that experience, what the plan is around that, why you've chosen to do that. First, why don't you just talk about what are some some signals that you're seeing within yourself that make you want to try out a cut? Well, for one, I have been maintaining for the last four years. So I think that um, I'm just feeling really motivated and energized about doing a cut, like going through this fat loss phase. And I want to be able to show our listeners and the people following along that it is actually really easy to lose fat. Um, the hard part is maintaining it. So I want to provide the education and the tools about this process as I go through it. So someone can do it on their own if it is something that they're ready for. And I do feel that life experience is so helpful as a coach to understand because you are going to have those Mm -hmm. hunger cravings. You are going to want to eat certain foods and especially it's going to be hard with a partner who's trying to go in the complete opposite direction. Um, There's so many of our clients (laughs) who have partners when their partners aren't on board and they're trying to meal prep, they're trying to eat certain foods and maybe it's their kids or their partner saying, I'm not eating that. And, uh, it just makes it more difficult for, yeah, I get to cook for two phases, someone who's bulking and someone who's in a fat loss phase. Yeah. So I'm going to see a lot of those hungry eyes looking at me. Um, (laughs) so in terms of your approach, so you don't have those hungry eyes too often, what type of deficit are you going to look into? Um, how long is that deficit going to be? What, what's really the plan around the cut and, What type of people should think about a cut? So I am going to be doing what is pretty aggressive, I think, for a cut around 500 calories. And the reason why I'm personally choosing to do this is I'm doing it for a very short time. Um, I don't have, I don't, there's no reason for me to prolong this since I don't have a lot of body fat to lose and I don't even necessarily need to lose any. Um, but for someone who is, has more body fat to lose, it probably makes more sense to start with a less aggressive cut and do this over a longer period of time, since it does take time to get the results that you're looking for. But I, as I said earlier, I've been maintaining my body for the last four years for the most part. And I've actually been like putting on muscle during this time. So my body is primed and ready for a fat loss phase. So to answer your question about who should go into a deficit, it should be someone who has been maintaining their body. And no, you don't need to have been maintaining for four years, but you should have been maintaining for at least as long as you dieted for. And really you should know what your maintenance calories are. If you don't know what your maintenance calories are, then you need to spend some time figuring out what that is. And that may look like a reverse diet and some tracking. Mm -hmm. So you may need to do some tracking to figure out where your calories are at. And then if you're not eating enough 
enough to fuel yourself, you may need to reverse diet and slowly increase your calories to get up to that maintenance point. And once you get there, spend some time there. And the time that each person needs to spend there, it looks so different for every person. So some people only need to spend one or two months there and then they can have a successful fat loss phase. But there are a lot of people who need to spend closer to six months there to see a successful fat loss phase. Um, and then some people may need to spend longer. Uh, the longer you do spend at maintenance, the more successful and the easier it is going to be to go through a fat loss phase. Are there certain signals and maybe it's a consistent cycle or, um, maybe something along those lines that our body can signal to us Mm -hmm. that we're ready. Yeah. So for women, your body should be able to have a consistent period every single month. If you don't have a consistent one or you're skipping, you should absolutely not go into a deficit. This is only going to further aggravate the problem. Um, and then some other things you want to look for is you should feel really energetic. You should feel motivated. You should be sleeping really well. Um, and you shouldn't have a really strong food fixation. If you're already focusing on food all the time as it is, then you're probably not fueling yourself properly and you need to work on increasing your calories. So you're, so you are fueling yourself properly for that period of time. Like we just talked about. I really love that. And I, the thing I'm going to pull out as the, uh, what I'm going to use as a coach so often is going to be. The two to 300 calorie deficit is probably the best deficit. And I think about how small two or 300 calories is. It's probably like a handful of almonds that <laughs> I don't have it on today because I'm in my deficit. The two to 300 calories is so small where I don't notice it mm-hmm. as much. The 500 calories, that that's a pretty aggressive cut. It is. And I like that you say... This is an aggressive cut and I have a time duration in mind because I want to keep it short because it's so aggressive. But if you're looking for a maybe a 12 week calorie deficit, which is a good duration of time for a deficit, a two to 300 calorie deficit is probably Mm -hmm. the approach. And you may need to continually decrease that calories as you lose weight because your overall caloric expenditure mm-hmm. is also going to go down but and it making takes less calories to fuel a smaller body yes and continually just doing those increments in maybe 100 to 200 at most 300 keeps your body kind of in tune your metabolism in tune where it's not robbing some of the those calories from your hormone production or muscle development it just it's a it's a good kind of safe ground mm-hmm. and i want to add that if you are considering going into a deficit then you should make sure that you do have a healthy relationship with food so if you've flirted with anorexia or binging or um, anything of that nature then a diet is is not for you at this time. You need to spend some time at maintenance and improving your relationship with food. And that may be, and will likely be super terrifying, um, but that is the nature of healing yourself and will set you up for success when you do go on that diet later on. Yeah. So if you're looking to achieve, and I'm going to put the client avatar in here, a 200 to 300 calorie deficit, how would you achieve that? Is it, I'm going through an extra walk, I'm adding in an extra exercise or decreasing the amount of food or a combination of all three. And with your 500 calorie deficit, that's 
again, is it walking more? Is it another day of exercising? Mm -hmm. But what can that look like? Real quick, if you haven't already downloaded our Macros and Metabolism Makeover Guide, you're going to want to do that as soon as possible. It's a great resource to learn how to safely and sustainably lose fat and manage your weight on your own without any crazy detoxes or calorie restrictions. Visit our website at prettyhealthyfamily.com or check out the show notes to download it. Okay, back to the episode. Way that I recommend that my clients and myself, the way I'm going to do it is through nutrition. Um, Your exercise should largely stay the same for the most part, whether you're maintaining, whether you're in a surplus, whether you're in a deficit, it's your nutrition that changes in order to, to manipulate things, to get the results that you're looking for. So for me, it will be largely reducing the calories that I'm eating. Um, and it's not, it's just not really possible for me to do things like increase my steps and things like that. Like I'm a mom, I'm running a business. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I've got a lot of things going on and it's just, I don't have hours to increase my steps or things like that. Yeah. And I feel like that's something that people don't factor in. And when they go into those deficits, they're like, well, I can just add in a a half hour walk to my day. Well, that half hour walk (laughs) would have to occur every single day, whether it's cold outside, whether it's raining outside. And there's so many conditions, which again, it, I feel like it makes the whole process a little bit more miserable than it really needs to be. (laughs) Um, and I think that goes into the last point we wanted to cover for your cut is how are you going to make this enjoyable and not just a miserable process? Um, it's still going to allow myself the foods that I love throughout this process going to keep doing the workouts that I love. That's also something I really enjoy. And also I'll be taking progress photos and measurements and things like that. And those are the kind of things that help keep me motivated through the process. And I'll be sharing those too on Instagram. So for those of you who do want to see the progress as I go along, be sure to check, um, check out my stories, but that kind of thing helps me feel motivated as I go along. And also I have a supportive partner. I do. I will eat whatever's left on your plate. Um, So I I like the fact that you brought up the progress photos, measurements, and the scale. Um, We really like to see progress photos and measurements and a scale and really the combination of all three because I feel like that tells a better story than just one. Mm -hmm. And can you speak a little bit more to why you're choosing a combination of the three as opposed to just one really measure progress. The scale weight in and of itself is not a good measure of progress because initially I might just lose water weight and that isn't really, doesn't really show the whole story if I'm actually losing fat. Mm -hmm. So that's why we also take progress photos because I can visibly see the difference in my body leaning out. Um, and then there's also measurements. So I, if you see your waist measurements go down, that's usually an indication that you've lost fat. So that's why I'll be doing a combination of all three and why I recommend that my clients and for you who are following along in this journey, that you always you do your best to take, to do all three consistently. If none of these are triggering, because that's, what's going to help you see progress. Yeah. And, uh, One of the things I really like about the measurements in combination with the photos in combination with the scale is let's say I'm taking a measurement for the glutes. I've worked and I'm using my girl client avatar in this, but 
I've worked for 12 to 16 weeks on certain glute exercises to really develop that muscle. But if I'm not fueling myself properly, I'm going to see a lot of the mass mm. and calories taken away from my, mm-hmm. um, all the work that I've put into my strength. And that is an indication, well, maybe my protein isn't high enough in this cut or in this nutrition mm-hmm. where I want the weight to come down in certain areas. We can't spot reduce fat, but you can work your muscles to be large enough and to primarily take the fat away without the muscle going away as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I need to make sure I'm prioritizing my protein and still fueling myself enough where I don't lose a ton of muscle during this process, but it is inevitable that I will likely lose a little bit of muscle, Mm -hmm. but not a lot, just a little, and I'll be able to gain it back once this is over. Yeah. So in terms of nutrition, um, we love the macros. So protein, carbs, fats, How are you manipulating those around your cut? My protein will stay the same. So my cut will come entirely from carbs and fats through this process and absolutely nothing from protein because protein is not only what helps you build muscle, but ultimately helps you sustain it. So I want to make sure that my body, that I'm encouraging my body to hold onto as much muscle as possible through this process. So my protein will stay the same. My carbs and my fats, however, I will be decreasing. All my calories will come from one or both of those categories. And this is where I struggle personally because my body type does really well with carbs, Um, but it is much easier And it is actually much easier to reduce your fats over carbs because fats are nine calories per gram, whereas carbs are four calories per gram. So it's a lot easier to, to decrease your fat because you just take out a tablespoon of it and you've decreased quite a few calories right there, whereas it's different for carbs. But the problem that I run into is I love fats and that's where the majority of my calories come from just because I enjoy the flavor it adds to food. I like the feeling of that feeling of full. So this is where I'm going to struggle because I'm going to have to pull most of my calories from fats just because I do eat such a high fat diet. Um, so yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that's a good, um, frame to let people in on because as you reduce your fats, that is one of the more satiating macronutrients. So it helps you feel fuller longer, but you don't want to take too much from your carbs because you still need to have energy and you Mm -hmm. still need to have quick energy. You talked about your training plan is roughly going to be the same thing. So as you attack your workouts, you're going to need those quick carbs to be able to really attack those workouts and do the best you can for those workouts most of the time that's coming from carbs. Mm-hmm. So you can't reduce your carbs too much, but you also <laughs> can't reduce your fats too much because we burn through carbs really quickly. Fats takes us a little bit longer. So there has to be a little bit of a balance of both. Yes. There will absolutely be a balance, but it, most of my deficit will come from more of my deficit will come from fats than from carbs. What is the indication that I've done I need to come out. Uh, For me, it will probably, and for many people, it will be a a fixation on food. I'll probably reach a point where I'm just over it and I just want to eat whatever I want. And if ever I reach a point where I just want to throw in the towel and I just want to binge or just 
completely overindulge in an unhealthy way, then I know that it'll be time to maybe take a diet break and get back into it or just stop entirely and come back up to come back up to maintenance. Cause mm-hmm. this is an aggressive cut that I know that this is going to come sooner for me than for some people who are taking it a little less aggressively. Yeah. And in the end, the mindset is going to be so important because we want to make sure we still have a healthy relationship in terms of how we treat each other. And if the food fixation is starting to bring you down personally, then that starts impacting relationships. Mm -hmm. And as much as we want to maybe look a certain way or feel a certain way in our body, when we're not comfortable in our own skin, that impacts all of our relationships. No one likes it when someone's hangry in the household, (laughs) especially mama. Yes. Yes. Um, All right. So any other things you want to talk about with your cut? Um, Again, I highly encourage everyone to follow along to her Pretty Healthy Family Instagram account um, because it's going to be an exciting ride. I do want to add one thing. Um, I can't say for sure if I will maintain these results or not. Um, I have been very happy with where I've been able to eat calorically. I have no restrictions whatsoever on what I can eat, obviously within reason. Um, I'm able to eat out with you, with friends, have a drink here or there, and basically eat whatever I want within reason. Um, but that's not to say that that will be the case once I lower my body fat percentage, because I am already quite low. So I am going to have to ask myself at this time, is it actually worth maintaining this lower body fat percentage? Or is it going to be too challenging and too much on me mentally? And I'm going, is it worth the sacrifice that I'm going Mm -hmm. to have to make to be able to eat whatever I want? Or am I going to be able to, to bring up my calories enough at the lower body fat percentage that I am able to do it in a way that's enjoyable. So that's something that I'm going to have to figure out and you'll have to follow along to find out. If you know you're ready to lose weight and build muscle while simultaneously improving your relationship with food, but would love some additional support, we're here to help you. We know that dieting too strictly for too long can slow your metabolism and we can help you restore it with our proven PHF method. We've helped hundreds of others reach their physique and health goals without having to give up the foods they love or constantly being on a diet. And we'd love to help you too. Fill out the obligation-free application in the show notes or at prettyhealthycoaching.com.